0: Fem-Nominal, 5FM, celebrating Women's Day. Our phenomenal women sit down to chat with some more phenomenal women.
1: Mishlali, thank you so much for joining us for the Fem-Nominal 5FM series. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. Zanela Chester, YouTuber and digital entrepreneur, Mishlali Miss Mishlali, thank you so much for joining us for the Fem-Nominal 5FM series. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you because we wanted to sit down with some ladies who are doing incredible things in their industries, who are doing well for themselves, and particularly with you for 5 m TV here at Alba Cafe, because you're someone who's literally a trailblazer. Now, you know how other people are like, you're a trailblazer, but there's someone who's come before you, and it's like, well, mm, but with you, you're someone who's genuinely making a way for other people.
0: Thank you, it's thank incredible. you so much,
1: thank you. Now, of
0: course, because it's Women's Month, I want to ask you, what do you think makes women special? You know when they say women are literally supermen or they have superpowers? A woman's able to wake up in the morning, if they're a mother, prepare lunch for their kids, um, get ready for work, go to work, come back home, have to feed a family and also have to have your mental health and everything in, in state and perform well in every single aspect of your life. So I think women are pretty phenomenal. Yeah, we're yeah. super women in the yeah, honestly. Rights.
1: Yes, it's true. Honestly. I want to take you back to 1956, right? Mm-hmm. On the 9th of August. When... History. Yes, history. <laughs> Gather my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I want to take you back to then. Do you remember the pictures? Didn't it look like it was a hot day? I mean, I don't know, but I just I just look at the Every pictures. Day and I'm like,
0: hot when it's black okay. and
1: white. That's very true. That's very, very true. So you remember how those ladies marched down, twenty thousand of them, because they were just tired of the passport laws. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have been one of those ladies marching down?
0: I think so. I think so. I I'm a very a very hot or cold person so when i feel strongly about something and i want to be involved in something then i definitely go for it at the end of the day it would benefit women overall it would also benefit me and it would also benefit my kids in future so i think it's definitely an important movement that i would have wanted to be part of yeah mm. and on the note of feeling strongly about something i know that for
1: me when i look at inequality mm-hmm. as women I genuinely do not like the fact that women earn less than men no matter what we're doing. Yeah. And it makes zero sense to me because I'm doing the same job as you, mm, sometimes it's even I'm better than you, up. exactly. Mm. And what is it for you that is sort of just something that weighs heavy on your heart in terms of the plight mm. that women
0: face? I think this works hand-in-hand with your point about unequal pay, but basically just respect in the workplace. Mm. A lot of women aren't respected at all. And even outside of the workplace, even in their homes, you'll find that a woman has to make more sacrifices when it comes to their career compared to a man and not being taken seriously by your partner, for example, when you have work commitments versus his. So it's just being respected in the workplace, having to prove yourself ten times more than a man would. And even once you've proved yourself, you still have to be... Excuse my language, a... Yes. Which, which honestly sucks. It doesn't have to be like that.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. But also, I also genuinely am someone who is just of the opinion that to some extent, as women, we're mm-hmm. not necessarily free in South Africa. And yes, mm-hmm. we are definitely more free than other places in the world, mm-hmm. genuinely. And it's something we can be thankful for. But in your opinion, do you think that women are free?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm a yes and no. Okay. I think we are still very much oppressed by men. I mean, there's stories every day about a woman who was killed by their partner, and it's not necessarily oppression in the workplace or whatnot, it's just our safety. Yes. I mean if we don't if we don't feel safe taking a walk taking a jog then are we really free mm. do you get what i'm saying so i don't think we are 100% free and even just things like unequal pay there's so many factors just contribute to the fact that we are actually not 100% free but on the positive note there are a lot of a uh, women dominated industry yeah. fortunately for myself i happen to be <laughs> yes, in one yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i mean there's ups and downs. Yeah, mm. And
1: I suppose, like I say, because all these other countries, women are genuinely not free. We can be grateful at South Africa that we yeah, yeah, have 100%. freedom to some extent. I mean, we'll
0: work towards it. Hopefully one day we'll get to a point where yeah. we're being paid equally. That would be nice. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but what would you say is the role of the South African woman in today? Because I guess if you look a couple of years back, yes. the role was sort of just to like be in the kitchen, yeah. do this, do that. What do you think it is in the modern time?
0: A lot of women are working hard to be their own bosses, to be CEOs, to achieve various goals that they've set up for themselves. I'm constantly inspired by how many young women are necessarily focused on and don't really view... Marriage and having children as a, an achievement, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with just aspiring to getting married and having kids. Everyone has their own dreams, and everyone's entitled to their own opinions. But it's really inspiring to see that a lot of women are not necessarily striving just to be someone's wife, but they really want to build a name for themselves and you know build their own empire before they can get into marriage and have kids. So I think the role of a South African woman is definitely shifting in in that perception, and I think also our parents are starting to see that now it's important to motivate your children male or female to be very goal-oriented and to build themselves and it's not about who you can marry and how much money he has, but what can Mithali achieve for herself? Yes, mm.
1: this is so true. Mm. I love it also that parents are actually
0: getting to the yes. point of being like, okay, I love that. Okay. that support is
1: very important. Yes, mm. and even when they're like, Oh, damn it, I wanted you to be a doctor. Exactly. It's still like fine. <laughs> but now I want to bring it to you, Missalinda Mase. Now, obviously, you're someone who is in the spotlight. People are seeing the fruits of your labor that mm-hmm. you've been doing for years. And now everything, I guess, has been... Sp- Falling into place, but mm. at the moment you're shining girl Thank and congratulations, you. we're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. But what when it comes to what specifically made you want to be a YouTuber, is there anyone mm. that you can name that sort of inspired it? Be it an American YouTuber mm-hmm. or something that made you be like, that's what I want
0: to do? Nicole guerrero mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly, and Elia J. Those are YouTubers. I mean, there were other ones, but those are YouTubers I've been watching since I was like 15 years old in my high school computer room. When I discovered the beauty community on YouTube, I fell in love. I was like, oh my Mm. gosh, you can learn how to do makeup online. And I loved um, playing around with my... I used to steal my mom's lipsticks and stuff when I was little. We'd go (laughs) on camp and I'd be this girl who's wearing a red lipstick. I'm probably like in grade five or something. I love it, yes. You know? So I was always in love with makeup. So when I discovered Mm. online tutorials, I was Glued. Every single weekend, I was in the computer room learning how to do my own makeup. By the time I got to matric, I did my own makeup for my matric dance. I could stick on what? lashes. Hi, in sis. At 18? Yes. Yes. I couldn't even,
1: like, draw
0: an eyebrow. Then focused. I was <laughs> focused. <laughs> Clearly. So I was really inspired by the ladies. And I think also just watching their growth. Mm. Um, for example, Nicole started out as a waitress, a bartender, and then she was still doing her online tutorials and mm. then she quit her job and now she has a house and she's getting married and, you know, she's very, very successful. In the states, so all off of YouTube, exactly. Wow. So I saw what it can, the platform can do for other people. So I was always really inspired by them to hop onto it. Yes, mm. and back then, did you think that you would be where you are now? No, I didn't. Have you exceeded? I, di- I did. not even know I could make money off YouTube. To really? be quite honest, yes. <laughs> I didn't know what I. I don't know what, the, what I was thinking at the time. Like what the other ladies were doing to to earn a living. Yes. But I used to watch them and be like, oh, I'm so inspired. But I thought it was probably like a hobby, and they had full time jobs or something of that sort. So when I got onto YouTube and I saw that you can actually earn a living off it, partner with brands, and just put yourself out there and grow your platform and grow your personal brand, I was really shocked. So I'm. I'm still like pinching myself
1: so the day that you got like your check from google what did you do like i was so (laughs) excited girl
0: i don't even know what i spent it on i don't even (laughs) look. but you were just excited i was so excited i was telling everyone that (laughs) i got money from youtube i'm so rich (laughs) how much was it miss i'm so rich you know what i didn't withdraw my first paycheck so i let it grow on my adsense account and then i only withdrew it when it was like 30,000 mm. so I mean imagine I was probably like 20 or ni- 19 or 20 I think I was probably 20 or 21 yeah. so imagine getting 30k at that age it's like so exciting damn girl mm. I would have bought a car <laughs> 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 like, <what>?
1: Where? <laughs> that's amazing oh my gosh I'm so shocked. you I'm you're doing a lot So that was when you realized that you can make a living off of it. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. All right. So I genuinely think that that's why I say you're a trailblazer, because I don't know of people, maybe like Banza and stuff, made money off of YouTube, Mm. but you're pretty much one of the first women that genuinely did that. Thank you. So it's incredible. Now, when it comes to your career as a whole, Mm -hmm. I know that you pretty much started editing your own videos and things like that and I remember seeing a tweet where someone said that for you they would leave you at the office and you'd stay there late at Mm. night editing Mm. doing what you needed to do and what was it that sort of kept you going and just kept you being like okay let me work hard Mm. and especially since you didn't know I can make money off of it yeah what what did you keep telling yourself to be like it'll be worth it in the end
0: I think just my love for what I do. I was so excited by the platform being on YouTube, being able to film makeup tutorials, talk about makeup, mm. and also the response from people. I was getting such positive response, and my platform was growing, so that really motivated me to keep on going. I mean, if I missed a upload and I had people messaging me on some, when i uploading, I'd feel under so much pressure. Mm. And my friends used to even get irritated on some. Why are you being stressed by people wanting you to upload? Because they didn't understand what's up with Missali and this YouTube no. thing. So I really used to push myself because I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed filming the videos and uploading them, oh. and just trying yes. out different products. Even was, was very exciting for me, and it's
1: proved to be very fruitful.
0: Then. Yes. yes, yes.
1: But when it comes to the highs and lows, right mm-hmm. now between when you started and between where you are now, where would you say you've had possibly your lowest point in your career? Mm-hmm. Be it personal or to do with what you do
0: i think when it gets to a point where um you're going through your own personal issues so at the beginning of the last year i lost my dad Mm. so that affected me for a good couple of months probably for six months it's okay Mm. so actually i was fine for the first three months of the year and then i went through the most from like March and then I went through another personal issue in June. So I spent a good portion of last year, not really myself. And then it it affected everything else. I mean, it affected my schoolwork, it, it affected YouTube and brand collaborations. I wasn't delivering on time. I was messing up a lot of relationships. Um, I didn't want to film videos, and when I did, it felt like a job. Mm. So that's when I took a couple of a couple of months off curating content, and I just focused on lifestyle content, Instagram content. Because that's easy. You can really just take a picture when you're out or, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that was something that was a personal issue that sort of trickled into every single aspect of my life, and it just made everything very unpleasant yes Mm. but you
1: made it through and you are where you are today the strong beautiful (laughs) woman that we see yes thank god indeed Mm. and obviously with the lows Mm -hmm. definitely comes the highs Mm -hmm. and what would you say has been a highlight for you but now i don't want like the small highlight like it was nice to go there (laughs) no i want the moment where it was like what this is what's happening right now all as a result of
0: what i've been doing Mm -hmm. what was that moment for you Geez, there's so many. I don't know. Mm. Um, I think being on the cover of Cosmo was yes. honestly my wow moment. I, I bought couldn't that believe magazine it. because of you. Thank you. Yes.
1: Yes. I saw your face. I was like, <laughs> yes, girl,
0: work. And I bought walking. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when they emailed me. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be on the cover of Cosmo. Oh. Because, I mean, Cosmo's that magazine you grew up reading as a little girl. I mean, even though we weren't really meant to because of the... Six.
1: Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I used about. to steal them from my mom and like read them and then put them back. I used to steal them at the salon. So my mom wasn't there. That's when I used to read it, but it's fine. You
0: know? Yeah. And then also being able to travel for work. I remember in one of my vlogs, probably a year ago or a year and a half ago, I actually said that... I'd love to get to a point where I'm able to travel for work because I've, I saw other bloggers do it and I was like, if I could ever get to this point, it would be great. Yeah. So um, when I ever got when I got my first gig to go abroad, it was Milan with Butter, and that was so exciting. Yes, mm. and you gave us incredible content, Thank by you. the way. Everything. You always find an opportunity for content. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> love it.
1: <laughs> but just to take us a step back to mm-hmm. when you were kind of going through a lot of things, what would you say is your number
0: one coping mechanism, rather? I think switching off... I'm very good at switch. I'm a bit too good at switching off. Mm. Because if I feel under pressure, if I'm not feeling okay, if I feel overwhelmed and over, overworked and stressed, then I literally switch off. I will just not go on my phone, not go on social media, spend the whole day at home, watch movies. I love watching movies. Yes. That's my favorite thing to do in my downtime. Watch movies... Go out with friends, go see family if I have to. Like recently, I went to my grand's house. I was there for about a week and a half because I felt like I really needed it and I actually didn't even want to come back. But I had to. (laughs) So I I think I'm very good at just switching off. And I think it's important. You need to really put your mental health and your emotional well-being before anything else Mm. because unfortunately, those things will form your performance or, I mean affect your performance overall
1: 100% because even earlier I was chatting to some colleagues and mm. we were like that sometimes you get home and you have the time to like shoot a video or something yes. but then you're like I just need to have some downtime, Exactly. switch off not do mm. anything just be myself sort of just to reboot and everything exactly. yeah that's really good though I'm glad you take the time to. because girl people you're someone like I say who's in the spotlight so people always want a piece of you mm. so it's good that you're able to like separate yourself from yeah, everything yeah Mm. And how do you deal with people wanting a piece of you? Especially because you have such a personal page, one that Mm. lets people in. And yeah, Yeah. how do you sort of balance how much you let people in as well?
0: I think I have a pretty good... I have a good control over what I let people see. I mean, I'm happy with how much people know and I'm very comfortable with it. Mm. I never let people in... Too much of my personal life so my personal life being family i mean people see glimpses of my family when i'm at home mm. um relationships never you will never see you'll probably see tweets <laughs> where i'm probably like oh they're so sweet you, did this. Never see. you might see a hand <laughs> but i've never posted um a boyfriend on my timeline okay except for twitter yes <laughs> and, and, and at the moment is the but, end body um, mm. casual. Okay. <laughs> All the Ca- boys in South Africa are dying. Nothing serious though. But um, yeah, I just like to keep. I uh, you know you know what I always say. Yeah. The moment people, the moment you let people into a certain aspect of your life, you're giving them the opportunity to either make it very pleasant for you or very unpleasant for yes. you. So if you're gonna express um you know so much happiness and whatnot that you're in a relationship there's people who honestly don't not everyone wants the best for you Mm. so there's certain people who will find things to come at you about your relationship and turn it into a very negative experience so rather not put it out there i mean private life is a happy one right this is very true Mm. you once mentioned uh the fact that you want to do Mm -hmm. bonang's
1: face Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. i want to know have you done bonang's face you haven't. Okay, is it haven't. still a goal to do her face? No. no? Okay, gotcha, girl. i no longer
0: freelance. Yes. That's thing. And, and yeah. this is true. When I
1: was like, I want to ask you, actually, yeah. I was like, I know that you do less makeup work. Yeah, yes. much less. okay. Because
0: I don't know, I just... Don't really find the time to do it anymore. Mm. And also the traveling to the to clients and this and that. Yeah. And very often if you're going to work on celebrities, for example, they want a full-time makeup artist. So it would be a situation of me probably having to go to a house every day and I really I really don't have the time for that anymore. Yes. And I actually enjoy the content side of makeup than I do the actual freelancing side. Okay. Mm.
1: And, and one of the biggest reasons, I guess, that you don't have time for it is because you do a lot of collaborations yes. with brands and everything where would you exactly draw the line in terms of who you work with and don't work with? How do you decide who you align yourself with and who you're like, no, thank you, I'd rather give it this?
0: Well, I firstly have to think about my audience. Yeah. So you need to understand your audience. Once you understand your audience, you understand which brands will appeal to them. And then it's also important to make sure that you collaborate with brands that you genuinely enjoy. Mm. Because if you're gonna be speaking about a brand that you don't like, or a brand that you know their quality is not great, People are going to see through that and even if they don't see at the moment when they try the products they'll probably give you your negative feedback and You just lose the trust that you have with your audience and it's so important to have trust and be transparent with them and remain authentic i mean i don't think anyone should compromise their authenticity for a paycheck yeah yeah because it really does go a long way to have a good relationship with your audience and do you find it difficult to sort of give an honest opinion about certain brands
1: so like let's say one day you wanted to work with christian louis Mm baton and you're like no they did this and this like when i wore them Mm -hmm. does it make it a little bit difficult for you to actually give your full opinion As opposed to, I guess, like kind of holding back type of thing. I think
0: you need to learn to draw the line between being honest and giving constructive criticism and being negative and bashing a brand. Mm -hmm. So I always try to stay away from bashing a brand. Um, I always try and give very constructive criticism, but even so, some brands are very sensitive. I mean, there's certain brands that don't even send me PR drops anymore because I've unfortunately been open a- about criticizing their product. Are you being serious? I promise <laughs> you, like, girl.
1: Oh, but but you just like, bah. I got no. twenty others. For not. example,
0: this other brand, um, I basically said in one of my videos that their foundation oxidizes. Yes. They cut me off for a good year. They only recently started sending me product again when they said that they improved their formula. So I mean, they probably like went and tweaked things. I don't know. That's incredible. And then, um, yeah, the other one just cut me off. <laughs> Are
1: you sad about it a little bit? I am. I'm sorry. Because I really like that brand.
0: <laughs> and it was one of the first
1: few brands I started working with. Uh, so you guys go way back and they were just like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> let's Let's actually get to where we need to be like... We don't need the brands. We've yes, got brand, our our own brand There we go. Exactly. Yeah. So you've mm-hmm. mentioned before that you want to start your own makeup line, right? Mm-hmm. So when you do eventually start it, firstly, this is me putting in my pre-order. Thank oh, Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I've got you, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, without giving too much away, because obviously you know they when they change their formulas now, so mm-hmm. you know we don't want any secrets out there. But when
0: someone uses your product, yeah. what will you hope they love quite a bit about it? Firstly, I want my product to be very inclusive. Mm. When I launch a foundation, I I, won't, I probably won't start up with a foundation because it's very difficult to formulate. But I want it to be that range that really accommodates women of colour. Because mm. that's the one thing we struggle with when it comes to brands is that very often there will be like 20 beige shades and then the last five shades will be for us dark skinned ladies yes. who have different undertones. A lot of brands struggling struggle with formulating um, correct undertones for different... Um, shades of darker skinned women. So that's something I really want to make sure I sell. in, And also just being a relatable and fun brand. I think mm. Rihanna really, really does that well with Fenty. Fenty is like that girl go-to brand. It's not very intimidating. Mm. It's a brand that everyone wants to get their hands on, even though it's not the most affordable. And also in terms of quality, it really comes through. So I think that's what I strive for when it comes to my brand.
1: Yes, and one would actually say she's done
0: very well. The fact that she like, has. even though it's quite... like elite
1: the, in terms yes. of the prices, but it's not that people, intimidating yes, for people. Yes, it's not at all. That's mm-hmm. very true. But on the note of Rihanna, actually, I wanted to ask, because the other day I saw this picture on Twitter, and I, I love Riri. Me okay, too. she's amazing. And I saw just like, the, like a little bit of a wheel of The colors that they had. And I just felt like there was a lot more beige than there was like the darker colors. foundation. Yes. And I don't Mm. know which which one it was but do you think that Fenty has sort of achieved that Mm. whole goal of wanting to be
0: inclusive? I think they have. Or maybe are you talking about the concealers? Maybe. Because the foundation, I've always felt like they've really, really Included a lot of women. I mean, there's a beauty blogger who's extremely dark skin and she has like a blue undertone. Yes. And she tried the foundation and she was like, this is probably one of the very few this brands like where he matches me well. Yes. Yeah. So I think they've definitely done well in terms of being inclusive. The only problem is Riri doesn't want to launch in Africa and I don't understand why. I also don't get her because that's where her market Honestly. Is.
1: We'll buy it. We'll go and hungry. We'll eat waitings, noodles. Girl, like, come are on. are really waiting. You're okay. It's fine. <laughs> we, we, we shall wait until, well, like we're waiting for the album, that is. It's okay. Ah! It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I want to bring us to something that I know is very close to your heart. Mm-hmm. C.I.S. is an foundation mm-hmm. right that you do with Udineo Nono. You guys mm-hmm. are the founders of it. Yes. Um, and it's pretty much all about alleviating poverty for young kids especially. I know you also do it for other people as mm-hmm. well but I know that the kids are the number one goal. Mm-hmm. Why is it that that weighs so heavily on your heart? Why them and why all of the
0: different projects that you yes. do? Yes. Okay well I grew up in a home where we've been taught to give back from a very young age. Mm. I mean, there's a children's home that we worked very close with in my hometown. My granny goes there every year and we used to donate clothes throughout the year to that sh- to the shelter. Wow. And um, in high school, I was also very involved in, um, what is it called? Interact. Interact and going to old age homes and going to children's homes yes. and whatnot. So it's a cause that's very been close to my heart. And I knew that one day I really wanted to have my own foundation. I just mm. didn't know it would happen so soon. So when I met to know it was actually for a Yom Zanzi stationary drive and then at that meeting we actually decided to start our own foundation because we spoke about the things that we'd love to achieve and things that we'd like to see happening in our communities and whatnot so um, that's when we decided to start our foundation and I think just because it's been something that I've always been so passionate about and I think also my platform has really motivated me to continue because we wanted to change the culture of giving back amongst the youth a lot of people think that you can only you know, lend a helping hand once you've made it. And you can actually stretch out your hand with the 100 rand that you have, and that will make a difference in someone else's life. Mm. Even giving a child a new pair of school shoes, huge difference. Giving someone a new pencil case, you know, giving someone's home uh, groceries every month, you know, just small things like that really do make a difference in someone's life. Yes, Mm. and
1: it's really beautiful what you guys have been doing. I've been seeing it. And the fact that you guys touch on everything, Mm. it's gorgeous, and you're inspiring us to actually... Be responsible citizens of South Africa and do the right thing as well. Thank you. But getting to some of the questions that people had asked on mm-hmm. on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Before, before I get to shooting your shot, by the way. So the two questions at Lizelle Becker asked, uh, how do you think the present day generation can redefine itself to be better suited for the fourth industrial revolution rather than feel nullified by it?
0: I think, okay, so as I said, I recently had an interview where mm. I spoke about the fourth industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. And as much as it's something that can be very intimidating because, I mean, we are put under the impression that robots are going to take over our jobs and blah, blah, blah. There is a digital aspect of it. And we've gotten to... Uh, we've gotten to a stage where we are very entrepreneurship driven because of obviously the, the you know, the rise of unemployment in our country. Yes. So I think the fourth industrial revolution will allow people to start their own businesses at very low to nothing cost. I mean, you can have an entire boutique on Instagram. You can start a YouTube channel, for example. And obviously that's not necessarily the direction that everyone's leading in. But at the end of the day there needs to be a human being to create those robots that will be taking on the jobs. So aside from all of that, it definitely is something that's going to create more job opportunities. So I think if you don't want to be intimidated by it, if you're nervous about it, do research on where you'd like to see yourself, which side of the fourth industrial revolution you'd like to see yourself. Do you want to be on the... development side the scientific side do you want to be on the creative side which yeah. you are on so you really just need to identify which space you want to be in and just work towards dominating that space yes
1: mm. and then uh, someone else came through and was like do you know how strong your star power is and what are you doing to help more people to get into YouTubing and into the influencer industry star power yes yeah, like the fact that you influence people you know? oh, I was thinking um, my star side <laughs> I love you so, <laughs> What is the question? So know? it is Do you know how strong your star power is? Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, what are you doing, in your opinion, to help other people get into the space that you're in?
0: Do I know how big. Yeah. I a little bit. So. Like, you know, if you post a rose,
1: everyone's going to go buy a rose. I mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do, <laughs> <So> girl. <laughs> I do. In yeah, a yeah, 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 so humble way. I love it. I li- yes, a girl that knows. <laughs> okay, I'm here for it. And yeah. what am I doing? Um, I'm always here to give people advice. Mm. I mean, I may not have the time to respond to every single DM I get, yeah. but whenever I speak about this in my videos, on my Instagram stories, when I do my little Q&A sessions, I always give people advice in terms of the equipment I'm using. I'm not someone who's stingy with knowledge. Yes. So I share equipment, I share um, apps that I'm using, and also whenever people want advice, I always encourage them. A lot of people are nervous about starting channels because they don't know how people will respond, how people will perceive them. And I'm always just pushing people to go ahead and do it. I mean, we all have to start somewhere. We all started with a video that was out of focus, and now we, thank God, have videos that are in focus. (laughs) So I always encourage people... And um, also collaborating. I think that's another way that we can empower each other, empower each other's YouTubers. Mm. That's something I didn't do often when I started out because I'm a very socially awkward person. I'm an introvert, actually. Mm. So I'm not very open to putting myself out there in terms of making new friends and socializing. But um, I've really started working on collaborating with people. And I think that just really helps us introduce each other to different audiences and tap into different markets. This is very true.
1: Mm. On the note of you talking about friends, I know that you've mentioned before as well, in other interviews, that you like to keep your circle nice and yes. small. So, when it comes to social media, because, you know, we've heard people talk about shooting your friendship mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, let's say someone were to shoot their friendship shot. How would they do it in terms of Michali? Or is mm-hmm. it a don't do it, you are not going to be my friend, babes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. Mm. Oh, guys, to be quite honest, we must be honest, I'm not very open to making new friends. Okay. Not like completely closed off yes. i mean i feel like it's better when it's natural when it's organic so maybe if we add an event together we have a conversation and we click and then we can make plans from there on but in terms of like dming like hey let's be friends i don't know that just feels a little bit inorganic yes i yes, and it puts me under pressure now i'm feeling like okay i'm going to lunch with this person what if we don't like each other you know what i'm saying so i really prefer if we just meet organically in a neutral setting and we yes. just enjoy each other's energies and then and if take it's meant it to be then, it'll meant to yeah, be honestly, yeah, honestly i get you yeah. cuz also
1: for me you know you learn friends now mm. we're saying okay we're well, friends no we don't know yeah. if i should text you at night text you, you know in the morning like but also yeah. then finally the real shooting your shots
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If a man's, okay, let's say you weren't (laughs) casually dating, honey. Mm -hmm. If a man's decided that, oh my gosh, how I am going to woo Mikhali, and now let's say not on social media or anything, but what is the most perfect way to woo Mikhali and Damase?
0: I love confident guys. Mm. So not, don't be arrogant, though, and rude. But be very confident. You know, very often you can tell when a guy approaches you if he's doubting himself, if he's like... But also at the same time, I, I'm very weird. I like confident guys, but I also like shy guys. Like yes. You know when a guy's like a bit nervous about like even speaking to you? Like, it's so weird. So obviously you have the confidence to approach me, but then just have a bit of a conversation, be calm, don't be too forceful, and mm. don't be too forward, because that just puts me off. 100%. So even if it's a situation of us, just casually having a drink and then we part ways if we bump into each other again or we can exchange numbers just don't overdo it basically i think that's a big way to shoot your shot and offer to pay for my pool love
1: it great (laughs) One last thing, not too long. If you had to give the message that you have for young girls, because I feel as though you have a heart for young people, Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you have a heart for whatever it is in this world, Mm -hmm. you know exactly what you'd want to say to Mm -hmm. young people or young girls or a certain group of people if you had the opportunity to. What would it be
0: for you? What message do you give them to sort of go into life with? (sighs) Um, your dreams are valid. Don't let anyone question you in terms of where you want to be and what you aspire to achieve. I mean, very often we sit there as young people and we think, I really want to do this, but how will I do this? And you discourage yourself and you talk yourself out of it. If, even if you have to work silently towards what you want to achieve, work silently towards it and never give up. Be persistent. Um, don't be intimidated by other people. And there's this quote that I recently saw the other day that said... Um, don't look at what your neighbor has on his plate unless mm. you are trying to help them. So wow. never look at what someone else has, you know, wanting to be envious. Mm. Only look at it in a way of how can we work together, how can we collaborate, or how can I help that person. So really, just focus on yourself, your own journey, your own pace. I love mm.
1: that. Sunny chocolate <laughs> plates <laughs> cake.
0: Yeah, this is gonna give to them.
1: I love that so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Niklali. You, you are incredible. That, thank, you. thank you for joining so us nice. for the phenomenal series. And here's two more wins, babe. Thank you. Yes. Love it. That was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Oh. To hear more,
0: check out the full interview on
1: 5FM TV on YouTube. Okay, ladies.
0: Or listen to it on 5 fmcoza Now,
1: let's get information.